1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Sports Exchange. My name is Scott Morganroth, and yes, I am the Motor City Manmouth. On my screen, though, you can see Scott at Tribune South. That's where you can find me. Anyways, I'm pleased to be joined by our special guest of the evening. His name is Al Garcia, the president of the Homestead Miami Speedway. And Al, thank you very much. I know you have a very busy week ahead of you, knowing that the race is coming to town. So welcome to the show. We appreciate your time.
0: Yeah, no, Scott, thank you for having me. Uh, we're really excited. I mean, the Cup Series comes to town. It's uh, it's like Christmas, right? I'm, I'm really excited for uh, being a, a race deep into the playoffs. And it seems if Vegas was any kind of an indicator, it's going to be a barn burner.
1: Yeah, it sure. Well, so, all right, let's talk about Homestead. Miami Speedway. And I want to talk a little bit about the yearly revenues and the events that you guys host over there. I know we'll start with that. And I know I have seen a lot of different events through the years. I had an opportunity to see an open wheel race. So this is, I'm going to ask it to you in three parts. Okay. What would you estimate the yearly revenues of the Homestead Miami Speedway in terms of what it brings to the local economy?
0: You know, Scott, we had an economic impact study done uh, a few years ago by the Washington Economic Group, and they put our economic impact to the region at around 315 to $320 million per year. Now, that includes the cup race, but it also includes about 285 days of, uh, of on-track activities uh, ranging from triathlons, the Ferrari challenge, uh, sports car club of America events. We have massive uh, international karting events that come to Homestead Miami Speedway. So we run the gamut. We have a lot of uh, uh, lifestyle sports like um, 5K runs and and different things like that, that put beds and heads as they say, and it, uh, and it allows our, our patrons to, to, to sample the wonderful local restaurants, um and and things of that nature so yeah that, to answer your question directly our economic impact study last done a few years ago put us at around 318 million dollars per year
1: very impressive now i remember when i first came to the area i had an opportunity to see some open wheel races there and I had the good fortune of meeting sarah fisher do you foresee open wheel races returning to homestead miami speedway
0: not in the near future scott you know never say never um we're always looking at opportunities and weighing the risk versus the reward and what we uh and what what and how we do we have to be very very mindful and protective of our crown jewel which is the nascar cup series
1: okay good all right so i know to me homestead miami speedway deserves two races and i know that you would like to see two races you have one in the fall and you and another one in the spring wouldn't be bad we have all these palm trees and certainly south florida has no shortage of hotels being in the homestead area you even have access to the keys so you foresee the day that homestead does get two nascar premium races a year
0: you know uh, scott to be honest with you and i haven't been told this by anybody but my sense is that no as a matter of fact uh, it's converse. I think NASCAR is trying to get away from awarding two dates to any track, right? And um, and by that, what I'm using that as evidence is, look at all the new markets we're going into. We're going into Chicago. We're now racing in Austin, Texas. Uh, we're racing in Los Angeles at the Coliseum. So I think that uh, when you see tracks that have had two dates historically, um you know that may change look at what they did at pocono pocono had two race dates and what they did is they do a double header on the same weekend to uh to avoid the teams traveling twice into the pocono mountains and having two events there when then they can serve another market and 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 and, and, and bring the pinnacle of north american motorsports to other um, communities and markets
1: well, it's amazing how you say that because I'm from the metro Detroit area, Michigan International Speedway. The auto racing camp, uh, Motor City only has one as well, so I can definitely understand where you're coming from. All right, let's move on yeah. to the exciting race weekend that you have lined up. Explain to fans what they have to look forward to. I know we're talking about the Dixie Vodka 400 October 23rd two, at 2.30 on NBC. Are you expecting a full house at this event? Because I know that you told me that the track holds about 50,000.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's Scott. And that's a great question. We are very, very excited. I mean, NASCAR arguably is having their best year in their history as it relates to green flag passes, number of different winners. There's there's parity, right? There's, there's a lot of teams that can win right now in the playoffs. I think we have two, two Penske cars and we have two Joe Gibbs cars. But then in addition, we have a track house car, and a Stuart Haas car and there may be another which I can't think of at the moment but the point is that it's never been this competitive it's amazing and uh to answer your question as far as admissions you know tickets we have some tickets we have some good tickets left in the Speedway Terrace the Champions Club and in the general grandstand we have tickets left as well but not many and they're going very very quickly so if you all want to uh come down to Homestead-Miami Speedway uh, next Sunday for the uh, Dixie Vodka 400, the Cup Series race, October 23rd, then you better act quickly because they they are going very, very fast.
1: Yeah, of course, the race will be televised on NBC for those that can't make it as well. All right, now, what I want to talk about is I attended the championship weekend in 2004. The race actually decided the championship. Could you see this returning Again, with this being the final race, deciding uh, all, going for all the marbles. Because I, I know when I was there back then, it was a track flat track, and now there's banking, and I, and I got to thank you as well as Russell Branham for giving me the opportunity to drive that track. That's one of the best days of my life when you can jump into a stock car, go around the track, and best of all, I didn't even wreck it. I even did pretty good. Russell told me the 147.5 miles an hour, I was proud of it and wouldn't stop talking to it, but all right, getting back to my original question, had to get that out there and tell the track, rest. thank you. That's a heck of a track. All right, so but anyways, could you see this returning where you guys are the final race on the schedule and, and all these drivers going for it all?
0: You know, uh, Scott, never say never, right? Um, right. The our, 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 our partners in Phoenix are doing just an absolutely fantastic job. The community in particular has really embraced the NASCAR Cup Series championship and all that goes with it. And so they're doing a marvelous job. But... Do I want to lobby for it? Do I want to throw my hat in the ring? Am I going to work tirelessly to make sure that at some point we get the opportunity to host the championship race again? Absolutely. I think that uh, if it was me, if I was, uh, you know, um, uh, calling the shots, as they say, I would think that uh, that NASCAR would move it around. Uh, certainly Phoenix is an appropriate place, but where there, where there be a day, when it can rotate between Phoenix and Miami and California, they're redeveloping Dave, Dave. Uh, sorry, I drew a blank. Um, uh, You know, Dave Allen and his team in California are just doing a phenomenal job and they're redeveloping that speedway to make it a little bit different, a little bit more competitive. So is there a day where it can rotate between California, Phoenix, Miami, Vegas, who knows? but uh you never say never but right now being the second round of the uh, the second race in the round of eight is is a privilege and you're gonna see the results there's gonna be seven drivers digging for a spot in the final four joey logano has already secured a spot but there are seven others that have an opportunity to become uh you know cup series champions by winning at our race so you're gonna it's gonna be impressive
1: Yeah, sure. Well, let me uh, let our viewers know that subscribe to the South Florida Tribune on our YouTube channel or visit www.southflordatribune.com. And to advertise, call 954-304-4941. The audio portion of the show can be heard on iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you have a hard time locating the YouTube channel on our website, just go to youtube.com. Look for South Florida Tribune and please hit the subscribe button. And also, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Tribune South. So, they have lots of different ways to get a hold of us. So, you t- you want to talk about a great segue, Mr. Garcia? You couldn't have given made it any easier than you just did. All right, let's talk about the current format, the final eight playoffs. How do you like it?
0: I I think it's fantastic. I think they nailed it. You know. I mean, look at the look at the the the, the compelling action in Vegas last week. Um, every every you know elimination race is just goes down to the wire. You know Clay Campbell at Martinsville Speedway um, a week following us is really going to have something on his hands because that little paperclip track they tend to beat and bang there to begin with. When there's a final playoff spot or two at stake, watch out. But I will tell you, Scott, that our track. Homestead Miami Speedway, in my opinion, is by far the most competitive, the most racer-friendly mile-and-a-half oval on the circuit. So to see those guys running 200, 210 mile an hour on a a mile-and-a-half oval and then having to get through them corners, and by the way, you have a chance to lock in your spot in the championship four, it's going to be special. It really is.
1: Well, amazingly enough, you brought up Joey Logano. He was one of the people available for us at our media availability. And if you want to see that video of Joey Logano, I'll have a story that will be on the South Florida Tribune. And and during that media availability, I had the opportunity not only to speak to you because we're going to have you on there as well. As you address a lot of different things, we're just trying to make sure that what we're doing tonight is more or less race oriented. But we had Chase Elliott. Chase Briscoe, Joey Logano, and, of course, you as well, Al. So now that that story will be appearing in the South Florida Tribune. I wrote it probably in the next 24 to 48 hours. So with that said, with the current final eight playoffs, does it help with more drivers being eligible to win the title? Because let's face the reality, when you have the final race and there's only two, having eight brings out that degree of intrigue, which indeed talks about the parity aspect that makes NASCAR increasingly more popular. Cause I'll tell you one thing I've interviewed a lot of drivers in the past and they're always great. And I go to other sports and I've always thought motor racing drivers are some of the kindest, gentlest people because they're hungry to promote the sport. But getting back to the original thought, does it help with more drivers eligible to win the title? Just make your race even that much more intriguing versus just the final two.
0: Well, you know, Scott, I think they've nailed it. I think they've done it right. And that there's eight drivers. Um, eligible in this round of playoffs right and so after Marchville there will only be four so I think that it brings a lot of intrigue a lot of competition and as the closer we get to Phoenix the more the heat is turned up so there was eight eligible and Joey grabbed one spot so now there's seven drivers that are eligible for three spots so essentially at our track there's going to be seven drivers fighting for three positions, three spots in the championship final four. And so one will come away with it. And then when it comes to Martinsville, they'll have two, potentially three drivers vying for two positions. So it's going to be really, really exciting. I think NASCAR has done an incredible job. Uh, Steve Phelps, our president, Steve O'Donnell, um, the leadership, Mr. France. uh, They've just done an incredible job. And you know what, Steve? They've been very, very, very bold, and they've been very, very innovative. And so I think that we're seeing the results and and and, and the benefit of their good work.
1: All right. Well, this weekend is going to be a pretty busy weekend in South Florida. So let me give you an idea what you're up against, even though it looks like you're doing well with the 50,000 we talked about. But think about it. South Florida, sports capital this weekend, seven events, four sports, all regarding the Panthers, the Heat, the Dolphins, and the playoffs. So, I'm just going to give you an overview because I thought it was pretty interesting. On Friday, October 21st, the Boston Celtics are at the Miami Heat at 7.30 p.m. Saturday, October 22nd. What's that? Go Heat. Yeah, Big there you go. Miami know.
0: Heat fans and supporters. Yes, sir.
1: And then on Saturday, October 22nd, Toronto Raptors at Miami at 8. And then let's just take a ride over to the Frozen Pond. Friday, October 21st, got Tampa Bay Lightning at the Florida Panthers at 7.30. Sunday, October 23rd, New York Islanders at Florida Panthers at 5. And then, of course, Saturday, I'll actually be at this game, the Duke Blue Devils take on the Miami Hurricanes at 12.30. And, of course, Sunday, I don't think there's really much of a conflict with this one, but Pittsburgh Steelers at Miami Dolphins at 8.20. And, of course, we have our event, the Dixie Vodka 400, and that starts at 2.30 p.m. on NBC. So with all that said, give me your thoughts about the busy weekend that our Triad County area is going to have between, you know, well, especially Broward and Dane County. This could be a pretty interesting week. But how do you like the fact that it is so busy on race weekend? A lot of people moving around, a lot of activities.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, that is an exclamation point on the fact that we live in paradise. I mean, Miami, South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, the upper keys its just an incredible place to live. We live where people want to come to vacation. Obviously to me, the cup series race only comes once a year. You right. can catch an early season game for the heat, the Panthers, you know, the hurricanes are playing Duke. Fantastic. The dolphins are playing on Sunday evening. So I'm challenging the fans to come to the Dixie vodka 400 in the morning. And then from Homestead Miami Speedway, drive 45 minutes up the road to Dolphin Stadium and then go to the dolphin game. How does that sound?
1: Do you call it 45 minutes or with my lead foot, do I call it 30 35? I don't know, but it's definitely within well. An not hour.
0: everybody can be Scott, not everybody, not everybody can be you. But yes, I think that with your lead foot you can get there in a in a better timing than than I mentioned here. But uh, you know, in all seriousness, um, you know, the cup race when 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 we go to different markets. You've mentioned Michigan international speedway. It becomes the third largest city in the state that weekend. So even a regular season race, I think race in Michigan is in June. It's a super bowl esque type of event. It's a must see, must be there type of event. So um, the fact that there's so much options, so many options for the sports fan to see whatever it is they're passionate about. I love it. I absolutely love it. However, don't, don't uh, sell the Dixie Vodka 400 short. The cup race is something very, very, very special, particularly deep in the playoffs. So it's going to be a barn burner. I hope to see uh, a full house, and I hope to see everyone listening to this uh, show at the track.
1: Well, I mean, I appreciate your candidacy about my lead foot. It is what it is. Of course, you know, I can only imagine what my foot was like after I left your track and did my going little ride around the track for quite a few laps that y'all allowed me to do it so but that said i have a, another good question that just popped into my mind i know we talk about auto racing being big in southern florida but what are your thoughts about what imsa does over at sebring
0: no oh, no it's fantastic i think sebring the first running was in 1958 um their sister track we collaborate we share resources and uh you know sebring 12 hours of sebring Mark your calendars, it's always the third weekend in March, and they do a phenomenal job. And, you know, now that IMSA has rewritten the rules uh, to be more inclusive and to include hybrid technology, we have all the bigs coming back into sports car racing, like in the golden days. You know, Porsche is going to have a car, Ferrari, Audi, BMW, Cadillac, Acura, all the manufacturers are getting back into big time sports car racing, endurance sports car racing. So I think the 12 hours of Sebring, um, the second race after the 24 hours of Daytona, um, is going to be incredible. These cars, the new uh, the new GTP cars are going to debut at the Rolex 24 hours of Daytona. Uh, and then they go right into Sebring the third weekend of March. And it's, it's a spectacle. It's phenomenal.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you have one of your events during the spring and then you ultimately got it back in the fall? I'm trying to remember.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. We 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 ran the IMSA WeatherTech Series here for a number of years. And, um, and that's another one we're looking at, Scott. We'd love to get them back if and when it's appropriate. But, yeah, phenomenal series.
1: But was there a NASCAR event during the spring? And That's what I'm trying to remember.
0: No, years ago. Years ago, we did have a standalone truck race, yes. Okay. And it was no supported problem. by the Slim Jim uh, uh, All-Pro Series and by the Goody's Dash Series. But that was many years ago where we'd have – in the fall cup and Xfinity and in the spring we'd have a, a truck race uh supported by uh some series that aren't around any longer.
1: Right. Yeah I, I mean I know C ring is a staple in the spring and you guys are a staple in the fall. So I just I was just curious to get some clarity. But yeah I've covered MSA events are unbelievable and I enjoy it. It's about two and a half hour drive from my house. It takes you nine million different ways to get there. You guys are nothing more straight shot down the turnpike. Anybody? Not that needs get Anybody that needs to get down Homestead Motor Speedway, Miami Speedway, you know what? Take exit six because I can remember exit six. And not only that, the car That's number it. I drove when I was there was number six. So six is mean, number six. There. Yeah. There you go. So one last question, okay? And it's, it's really not so much a question, Al. Is there anything else that you would like to add that we didn't talk about tonight?
0: No. You know what, uh, Scott? The overall feeling is that we're very, very inclusive. We're very very familial, you know, we have an experience where people can hang out on a beach and watch the race from there. And you have a pretty good view of the track all the way down the back straight turns three and four, exit of turn two. You know, we have a container bar, which is a very social area, uh, very akin to what what you would see at Las Olas Boulevard or in some of the social districts here in Miami, whether it be Wynwood or Coconut Grove or South Beach. Um, And then for the hardcore race fan, there are scanners available. The seating at Homestead Miami Speedway is just incredible. You can see every part of the track from every seat in the house. And so we're really excited. Can't wait.
1: Yeah, I know the one thing I love about Homestead Miami Speedway, it's just a very, very intimate track, is really what it is. And, you know, I mean, when I was out in Talladega, it was very really wide open. I love it. I love the race. But when you talk about the intimacy at Homestead, well, folks, you got to go there. All right. So once again, folks, subscribe to the South Florida Tribune on our YouTube channel or visit www.SouthFloridaTribune.com to advertise call 954-304-4941. The audio portion of the show can be done on iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. So once again, go out there. And if you can't reach us through the South uh, our website to get to the YouTube channel, discoyoutube.com, hit South Florida Tribune. Please subscribe there. Also, you can email us at South Tribune at gmail.com. We're very, very thrilled to have the president of the Homestead, Miami Speedway, Al Garcia, giving us a little bit of his evening tonight. And, you know, folks, just so as a reminder, the Dixie Vodka 400 playoffs championship weekend is down in Homestead. they are going to have a good house, but go out there and, you know, as – Al said, "This is a once-a-year event. The other events I mentioned, no disrespect to the other teams, but this is a once-a-year event. You got to go out there and see it because once you get involved in motorsports, me, you're hooked. And I enjoyed covering this sport for many years, and it's always been a passion of mine. That's why I always stay around it. So, once again, Al, I want to thank you very much for joining us on this edition of the Sports Exchange. I also want to thank Russell Branham, who I know is a track historian." as well for arranging our opportunity to talk to the fans tonight. So meanwhile, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to seeing you over the weekend out. God bless. And it's really a privilege to know you. And I look forward to working with you for as long as the hand upstairs allows me to breathe. Fair enough. Scott, thank you so
0: much. I really appreciate your, your, your patronage and, you know, your open-mindedness and, and everything you do for the listeners and for sports in South Florida. Forget NASCAR, I'm a big fan of Scott and of your show, and I think you do a tremendous job uh, paying, paying uh, homage to all the different wonderful, wonderful events we have in South Florida. So thank you for your support, and we'll see you at the races.
1: Well, when I have somebody who's good to work with you, is it, that thing is called a no-brainer. And you know what? When I find I know that you have a busy race weekend and you're willing to take some of your time, The week uh, beginning of race weekend, well, my goodness, who in their right mind wouldn't support this event, especially it's a great event. But the one thing that's, you have to have class at the top and dealing with the president of such a great racetrack like you, Al, has been nothing short of a privilege. So thank you very much for being on this special edition of the Sports Exchange. And, Al, look forward to seeing you over the weekend, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much, Scott. Have a great evening. You too.